1: Give you a show like you have never ever seen before. Why? Because I can.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another special episode of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Steve Fountas, and today we have another interview in our content creator series. Justin from the Wrestling Cheers podcast. He comes on to talk a lot about his history in podcasting, which goes all the way back to 2011, his current show, and a lot more fun stuff. And you'll hear it in the interview. One of the reasons I had Justin on was because all of these other content creator series shows I've done, I've been familiar with the stuff that these people have made, whether it's podcasts, YouTubes, or whatever. But Justin's, I wasn't as familiar. So I wanted to do a show from that perspective. I think you guys will enjoy it. If this is your first time listening to us, you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. We're at PPW Podcast. And if you want to find old shows or listen to new shows, you could search for Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from, we will feed into that app. If we don't, let me know, and I'll try to get us on there. If you want to support the show, you can head to whatmaneuver.net, pick up a T-shirt. That helps upset the server costs, and... What A Maneuver makes great shirts, so check them out. Uh, We have the official 100th episode coming up. Eric and I do. This is... We've done more than 100 episodes, but this is the official 100 numbered episodes. So I'm asking something of all of our listeners, if you can. I want some audio sent in, like a minute clip, 20-second clip, whatever, on your phone, record audio, and send it in to ppwpodcast at gmail.com. I want... One of two things or both things. One, a warm wrestling memory you had growing up, whether it be getting that special toy on Christmas or getting tickets to a show or whatever. And then two, an embarrassing wrestling memory you have, whether it's someone walking in on you, uh, tearing your shirt like Hulk Hogan or finding out you have a crush on Miss Elizabeth, something like that, something fun, ppwpodcast at com. Send those in to us. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll put more about that on Twitter, where you can win stuff. We're going to give away two things in celebration of our 100th episode. If you send in something in the audio, you'll win one thing, and then the Twitter contest will be something else. So keep an eye out for that. All right, we're going to go over now to our first episode in this content. Or it's not our first episode. There's many episodes. It's kind of late. In this content creator series, Justin is going to come on from Wrestling Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> And now we have on the line uh, Justin Summers. Justin, how's it going? It's going good. How's it going with you? It's going good here. Uh, it's rainy night here in Chicago, but there's not much to do anyway, so we're just hanging out. Uh, like I said in the intro, uh, I wanted to have Justin on because with this content creator series stuff we've been doing, I've had a lot of uh, people that I've been familiar with, the stuff they've done, and a lot of Justin's stuff I wasn't familiar with. So I thought that'd be interesting to kind of talk through. Uh, We were talking a little bit in DMs, but I wanted to get most of that on the podcast here. So I'll let you kind of lead the way on this since you had a lot of background and things like that. So as far as show creation, things like that, when was your first show? Like when did you first start recording stuff for either podcast or radio or audio or whatever? Around when was the first time that started for you?
1: This goes back to... 2011 I want to say and um, basically I had always I've always kind of wanted to be in in radio and all that kind of stuff I grew up listening to talk radio and whatnot and I remember always hearing about podcast like I knew there was like a local radio station that did uh did like a, they took their show and they put like a lot of the shows and put them on, on podcast and you can go listen to them later and I never really got into them because like back then it was like you had to download them and then like put them on your iPod right. and it was like oh my god like that's that seems so crazy and then when I got my iPhone 4 in 2010 I was like oh well now I can just download them right here and I can just go and and listen to whatever I want and like the possibilities were endless so I started with a lot of with not to say a lot of I should say I started with our one wrestling podcast by the name of uh, it uh was a columnist by the name of John Canton that I, I'm, I'm a really big fan of. So he was like the first wrestling one I got into, but he, he was kind of sporadic and then he eventually stopped doing them. And I ended up having like a, a long drive to where I was going to interview for a job and it was going to a job that I ended up did getting. So I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta fill this driving. Cause it was about an hour drive one way. And I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta find something. So I, mm-hmm. I, I I dived into more more podcasts, and one that I came across is what kind of, like, really birthed me into a lot of things, and that was called the, was, I should say, called the allwrestling.com Weekend Review. Fun fact, that website prior to that, like, maybe within a year or so, was called Impact Wrestling, and TNA <laughs> bought the rights from it, and then they went on creating Impact Wrestling. So, um. I became a contributor to that show. Like I think I listened for about a month and then I said, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to jump in because on this show you were you were encouraged to participate. You could email, you could call in a, with a phone number or you could even um get in Audacity because they encourage you. like, "Hey, go download Audacity and you know, record something. You gave us about a 90 second, 2 minute um time frame to to do it." So, I was like, "Okay, let me let me try this." Is this. like
0: what 2012, you'd say, 2011, 2012, around this time, would you, like, you are able to participate in someone else's show? Yeah, this was May, like, my, I started contributing in May
1: of 2011.
0: Okay. And. So that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> a long <time>. no, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just passed my nine-year anniversary in podcasting, and it's, it's crazy, because now I'm, like, really close to a decade of it. I'm like, wow. And at one point, I just, I wasn't really a part of anything like that. So I I get into that and that was just like dipping your toes in. Cause it's one thing like do like what we do and we create like longer format shows. But when you start off with just like two minutes, Mm -hmm. it's like, Ooh, like I could, I could do so much more. Like imagine if I had five minutes, imagine if I had 10 minutes. And so I, I slowly got into like doing it. And then obviously I got an itch to do more shows and at the time, Blog Talk Radio was really kind of big, and it was like a, like an entry level way of getting into podcasting. And it was like you had a radio show because like people could call in live and all this stuff, but you could actually listen to it later on on iTunes and all this kind of stuff. So, me and some friends, um, we all created like separate shows with free accounts on Blog Talk Radio. And at the end of the year, we end up coming together, forming a network, and it's still around today called the Trading Topics Network. But we're on Podbean. But in going back to that. I got into, I'm mean, not just, I got into a bit, I'm a huge football fan. So I was like, well, like, I don't really want to talk about wrestling right now. Cause I've, I'm doing that somewhere else. I'm like, I want to talk about football. So me and actually a friend from Chicago, we started NFL easy picks and we just spent, like, I think at that time you could only talk up to 45 minutes, like on this yeah. live on blog talk radio. So that's like, we just did a show where we picked like every single game. And like, we talked about how our teams were doing all that kind of stuff. So it was kind of fun.
0: Then when, when you first started doing the show, like these shows, this football show, another show, were you able to figure out if people were listening or you just you just had to rely on if they were sending stuff into you? Like, how did you figure out if people were listening or not? Because this is so long ago. Now it's easy with like metrics with SoundCloud or, or whatever or Twitter, but it, it was probably harder when you were first doing it. How did you figure out if people were listening?
1: We, we knew a select people that were listening because within that all dot community, like that's what a lot of us came from. So like we were at least mm-hmm. like there was people within there listening and then we it was it was for me like just a creative outlet. Just like have fun. Like I didn't really care who was listening. I think back then with Blog Talk Radio too, there they wouldn't let you get the analytics and everything unless you become a paid customer. So at like okay. even, even at that point, it's just like, Yeah, we're just talking about football, like we're not expecting a huge fan base. It's just like us having fun. And like, we end up, I know years later, cause we, we kept the podcast going for a number of years, but it's been gone for, I think two or three seasons now where like we had a, a minor, um, uh, fantasy football league and we had a Pick'em's league. And then we even did a, a survivor league, which that was, that's really fun. That's when you have to like pick only one winner and you have to be really strategic with it. And then, you know, when you think yeah. it's going to be a sure win, like, no, you get screwed and they lose. And,
0: like, um, and this is like a community you kind of had built. Yeah, it was already built in within you know the the wrestling dot com, but having this community probably helped interact with everyone while you're doing these shows too, because that's part of what makes it fun. It's fun to talk into a microphone, but interacting is fun too, which it sounds like you a little bit of a jump out when you first started. Yeah, and like with,
1: with the community, it's you'd have so many people who wanted to do other things too. Like that's where like that like that network came from. And we haven't even really got to like what my show is about. And yeah, crazy from like that community. Like I picked up, like, like I said, so many different things, not even just getting into podcasting and talking more about football, but independent wrestling. Uh, there was a, there was a friend from, mm-hmm. we should say now he's, he's a friend. His name's Paul. He lives in England. And in 2011, like having this internet Relationships seem really weird, like a friendship. Like, oh, I talked to this guy, but he was really big in independent wrestling in 2011. Like, he was talking a lot about New Japan back then, and now it's like, oh, everybody does. That seems to be the norm. So, hearing him talk a lot about independent wrestling on that show, I kind of was like, oh, I kind of, I kind of want to get in independent wrestling. Some of these people sound good, and I kept hearing him talk about certain names. And then the next thing you know, you know, CM Punk won the WWE Championship. And then there was one moment in, at AAW where he entered. Uh, he supported a independent wrestler, actually an being from Cleveland, who had cerebral palsy, and he just talked about how much like an inspiration he is, how he's.
0: Yeah, you know, he, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was like him and Cole Cabana, and I ended up finding mm-hmm. out he's he's from Cleveland, and actually. On my wall, I have a really cool eight by ten of like all three of them, and they're all three have signed it. It's one of one of like I have a handful of eight by tens, but that's the one that I put on my wall because I'm like, I had Punk sign it, I had cabana sign, it, and I bought it from Greg, so I got Greg to sign it. But anyway. Um Going back to like that, so I was like, okay, okay, I'm hearing about this. And then like Kevin Nash came back at SummerSlam. And then I found out through like all these Local companies I'm starting to follow. Kevin Nash was at a show in Cleveland like not too long before that. And they're going to show you the highlights of it on TV this week. And I was like, oh, let me let me check out this company. And this was my first independent wrestling I ever, ever decided to follow. And the um, match that I watched was Johnny Gargano versus M-Dog 20 Matt Cross, a.k.a. Son of Havoc. Now people would know him and also back in the day of Backyard Wrestling, the movies and the video game he was in there but he was also in it with josh prohibition who was the third person in the match and that was my introduction to independent wrestling right in my backyard
0: so how did so how did because we talked about a little bit about your history kind of just starting talking to a microphone and having the little a little bit of a foundation to start on but how did that tie into all right i'm just going to start talking more about independent wrestling because this is your first show and now all of a sudden you're all into it and a lot of your shows now, which I'm sure you'll talk about, focus on that. And I think that's kind of cool. Like some, There's like a handful of independent wrestling podcasts I'm aware of around the area, around the Midwest. And how did you transition into just starting, okay, I'm going to talk independent wrestling and have a focus on a show? Where did that start from What being a fan and starting to talk about it?
1: Okay. So after NFL Easy Picks, like after that was over for the season, because obviously there's you can't do a weekly show in the off season talking about now oh, like this happened and this happened and it's, it's going to be a 10 minute show at certain points. So we did a show in the off season called anything goes. And it really was that it was just, we talked about whatever and it was just us having fun. Like uh, Later in the season, right as the NFL season was about to start, we had two weeks that I decided to do some interviews around. The first one was, I interviewed now UFC fighter Jessica Evil Eye, who I actually went to high school with. So I was like really Look cool.
0: At your, all this small world stuff
1: you're, <laughs> you're finding yourself in. Uh, so I was like, all right, like it's really cool. Let me let me have an interview with you. That was actually my first interview. I'm like, we know each other. Let's like let's 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 have some fun with this. And then uh, the next week, we did a thing with Justin Labar from Wrestling Reality. And at that time, he was working with that local company that I was talking about, which was called Prime Wrestling. And we decided to do a thing where we talked about SummerSlam. And then we also talked about this PWO slash Prime Wrestling show that was coming up. So in the middle of that, I had somebody come on who was like a commentator who LaBar was like feuding with. So. He calls in randomly, has like a really good back and forth, and then he gets off the phone, think that that's it, blah, blah blah. Uh, he messaged me like the next day or something. He was like, "Hey, I got this other wrestler from this other company because he also worked with another local company called aiw and he was like, "If you want him on your show to talk about uh, a, something coming up, like we can do that." And I'm like, well, I don't have a wrestling show." And he's like, but I'm like, at that time, which just Side story, my friend Paul that I mentioned from England, he did have an independent wrestling show. And I had a segment on there called the Ohio Indie Report where I would talk about shows that I went to. And it was just kind of, you know, me adding to the, the fun of independent wrestling. So I was like, I could do a segment on there with him. Like, I'll record it. We'll, we'll send it in. Fast forward. We do it. It goes on the show. Everything's great. The uh, owner, one of the owners of AIW, he's now since passed, named Chandler Biggins. He was like, man, that was great. Like, Too bad you don't have your own podcast. And I was like, Oh, I don't. That can change.
0: (laughs) Someone's making you have one. So some people come up with their own ideas. Someone gave you the idea themselves. Basically, that's kind of what it was. But like that echoed in my ear for a couple
1: days. And then I was like, well, I could I couldn't do it on Vlog Talk Radio. I'm like, I didn't want to do it in that format. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm like, I knew enough about Audacity already. I'm like, I can throw something together and I can create the same show, but through through audacity and then i can upload it to some site and the only other podcast site i knew of at that time was none other than podbean and then i created it took that interview that was the, the first episode i just th- like okay like i know the the, the show has already happened but here's us talking about the show and then it, it slowly started a thing of like okay i'm gonna talk about independent wrestling in cleveland ohio because not many people were doing it other people were coming from other areas maybe they were talking about it and Whether it be, you know, like New Jersey or uh, maybe somewhere in New York or California, like people would maybe come to the shows, but there wasn't anybody dedicated to it. And the side thing, too, that we would do was live tweet shows because there is a lot of interest of like what's going on. And sometimes people can't make it to show so like we were doing that on Twitter and at the same
0: time having Mm -hmm. a podcast go hand in hand with it. So when you're when you're starting this show out, and you're, by the way, let's have you kind of plug, so what where, where, where's like a current show or a current thing for the most recent things for someone to listen to that you do now? What's like your most recent show? Because the list you sent me kind of is endless, <laughs> I'm not going to go through everything <laughs> on them for other the shows you've been involved with, but what about like right now? Someone wants to start, I know there's not a lot of indie wrestling going on right now, obviously, but someone starts a show and, or looks for your show, what are they going to look for well, the Ohio Indie Report
1: ended up becoming Wrestling Cheers. I rebranded mm-hmm. it in the beginning of 2017 because the show started to become kind of sporadic. Like, we, we started off doing previews and reviews of AIW shows, and then it kind of slowly just turned into previews because previews were a little bit more fun. And then it ended up turning like maybe I was going to preview a couple shows a year because of just time and everything. And I felt like I've really soiled the brand of the Ohio Indie Report. And I was spelled it I N D Y, which there's a lot of grammar Nazis on Twitter. Like, that's not how you spell indie. And I'm like, well, like, who cares? Like, well, it's it's not right. <laughs> so I was like, well, I can kill two birds with one stone. Like, let me find some name. So wrestling cheers is is what I landed on. And part of it was because. A lot of these shows, like, and I think it it echoes a lot of other, you know, territories, but Cleveland is a place where if you come around a lot, it it becomes a part of a family. And if you miss a show, like, people are going to notice. And it, it is that family, and it's like going into Cheers where, you know, everybody knows your name, and boom, because there was a comment, a friend of mine I was watching like two friends interact and it was like, oh, I saw you weren't at the show. And he's like, oh, I didn't think anybody would notice. And I was like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like everybody knows your name. And like, as soon as I like thought and said that, I was like, oh, my God, wrestling cheers. And I know I listened to one of your recent episodes with uh, ringside podcast. And I was the same way of I'm like, I have to have a name that fits on Twitter and Instagram. And I could have it all across the board because I tried out so many different names when I was trying to rebrand. Soon as I thought of wrestling cheers, I went on Twitter and Instagram. It was available both places. I'm like, oh my God, I have to get this. This is great. I have so much that I can work with this because everybody knows Cheers. So they're gonna really yeah. identify with with that idea of wrestling cheers. And going back to like things we I've done is like we do a lot of if you ever heard about AIW, it's one of the best wrestling companies in Ohio actually is probably the best company in Ohio one of the best in the Midwest one of the best in the country some of the names that have come through there like whether they be on their way to WWE whether it be after WWE or now there's so many people that are in AEW that I've I've had some sort of interaction with whether it be actually locally or going other other mm-hmm. promotions like literally Johnny Gargano was at my first show and that was 2011
0: when when you're doing this the show and your the wrestling cheers and what it was before to what it is now. Let's kind of go back to the beginning of this show in particular. And when you you had a little bit of experience, I just probably a lot of experience with other shows with recording and things like that. But by the time you got to the show you're at now, what equipment did you end up with? Have you changed stuff over time? Was it a trial and error thing? Like where did you start and where are you at now with that for the technical side and what you actually use to record? I've changed a lot over the years. It's, I think it's all
1: about adapting and sometimes you like, you got to start off cheap, The the, like my real introduction when I started on the all week and review, like I was using voice memo and then eventually I bought a turtle beach headset that I could plug into my computer and that only lasted two weeks before they broke. But I was trying to f- find anything. So I ended up stumbling on a Logitech wireless headset. The quality was horrible. The quality was God awful, but it was something. So I was, when I was on Skype, I was able to use it, but I'm like looking back, it, it really wasn't that great. But that lasted me a couple of years. Eventually, I upgraded to luckily a, a gift from a friend. He sent me a blue Snowball microphone, had that for a year. And I was like, I like it. It's great, but I can't mess with anything. It's just like it's stuck where it's at. Yet. So, I end up looking into other podcast equipment. And at this time, we're talking, I'd been podcasting for, I want to say about six years. Because so I want to say
0: real quick before you go, I don't want to mean to cut you off, but I want to forget this. Yeah. That snowball mic is a great, if someone wants to start a podcast, that's an awesome first one to start with. It's cheap and it sounds good. Like, I can't recommend that one enough. Like, just as a side note to people, for when you're first starting, you're not sure if you're going to get into it, don't drop 500 bucks on a mic. That snowball one I think is like sixty bucks, and it, I think it works very well. That's just personal for me. but Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, a uh, bl- blue snowball, uh blue yeti. Like yeah. even like with my equipment now, like I kill,
1: I still kind of want a blue yeti because of just what it looks like, and I always like microphones yeah. that look like that, even if I won't use it all the time. I'm like, I, I don't know, I'll find some reason to use it. I think it still, still kind of think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But but I went from I went from the the blue snowball to. Actual mixer and microphone, which those you can get fairly cheap too. You're going to spend a little bit more than you want on the blue snowball microphone, but you're not going to spend as much that I have on my setup right now. Like I got a Behringer mixer and I got a newer, uh, I want to say it's like a W 700 or something like that. And I think total that ran me under $150 and that lasted Mm -hmm. me a handful of years. I learned, I learned how to make it sound way better. I mean, there's a lot of things you, you have to learn, like, even with what yeah. I have now, I'm still learning, and I'm, like, as we're talking, I'm trying to, like, fix certain things that are bugging me, but um, eventually I I did a lot of research and, like, looking at different equipment, and now I've, I'm on the Rode Roadcaster mixer, which is fantastic, and a Rode NT1 microphone.
0: When you were first doing this and figuring out, like, this newer equipment you're buying, um, I rephrased that. When you first started buying this stuff, this <laughs> more expensive stuff, what, how did you figure out what to buy? Because you said it's trial and error, and you can read reviews online. Was there any recommendations, or was it just you kind of going through the reviews of what you can find to figure out what was best? Because I'm always curious about that, how people pick what they're going to use.
1: When I pick the, the newer microphone... Uh, and that's actually what it is, N-E-E-W-E-R. And I'm not saying like, it's like, oh, it's newer. It's like, er, newer. Like, I don't know the exact pronunciation of it, but uh, I bought them mainly because I could afford it. Like, those are like lower end microphones. A lot of, like, I know if you go and look at any reviews or any comparisons on YouTube, like they'll be like, this is a really cheap mic. And the same thing with the Behringer mixer that I had. But for those, it was... It's cheap. It's something it's like I can work on it and I got enough Mm -hmm. years out of those and like I I didn't I didn't get rid of them. They're sitting in a drawer right next to me if anything ever happens or if I uh, ever have somebody that I can give them to like they're there for me. But when when I upgraded, I had always watched like different reviews on microphones. Like I've had the NT one on my list for years, but pulling the trigger on it was a little bit tricky because of the price point on it. And then I've heard a lot of people talk about the roadcaster. Like I was looking into getting into a, a better mixer and I'm a huge fan of zoom. Like I have a a, mm-hmm. a zoom H six that I use for certain like face to face interviews because I've heard a lot of great things about them. So I know when they came out with uh, like the live track, Eight or something—I don't remember ex- exactly—but I saw that like, oh, they have a mixer. Ooh, like I—I I trust their product. I'm really, I really, really want this. And at the same time, road was came out with the Rodecaster, and I had a handful of friends get it, and then they were telling me nothing but good things. And then they're like, also, like the firmware updates. So if there's something wrong with it, they can they can fix stuff. And they can make things better, like, oh, I'd really like if, if they did this, and boom, you get an update, and boom, now you can do that. And yeah. Well, it's it's oh it's ahead, it, I wanna just say it's it, it's it's it was so worth it. But then also I, I went on like watching YouTube videos and a lot of things were pointing towards like this might have been better for me. Like nothing against uh the Zoom live track, uh whatever exactly it's called. Like it's still a good product. I would probably still buy it, but I just chose the roadcaster, and it's definitely to each of their own.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And each show sometimes has their own unique sound based on the equipment they use, the style of their show, all that stuff. With your current show now that you do, what is kind of a prep? Is it, do you have a show notes? Do you kind of just have outlines? Is it, is it a just record and go? Like, what is your format slash show prep for how you record when you? sit down and talk to the microphone
1: well when life was easier when i actually had shows to yeah. preview and <laughs> review it was so let's talk easy. about that because now
0: it's now it's a little different let's talk about that because now it's this, this year is just a write-off we're going to start over next year it's a write-off so let's talk about when it was easier to do things
1: back when it was easier like my calendar would be so, it was so easy to fill because i would hear from aiw pretty much what the rest of the, well, the whole year was going to look like, like, oh, we're going to have shows on this day, this day, this day, this day, this day, this day. day." So I went, okay, week of, that's preview, week after, that's review. And then I would fill in every other week that I knew there wasn't going to be a show with some sort of interview. So I was able to like just piece months and months together, like at a time. And when we did the previews, like that was definitely a trial error thing, like going back to The Ohio Indie Report days are like, we used to just preview every single match, but then after a while, like shows would get longer. And I was like, this can't happen. So let's let's really encompass what we're going to do. We're going to like highlight three matches. We'll figure out which three matches, maybe three most important matches on the card, the three matches we have the most to talk about. And we'll talk about them. And then we would. End up going back and like making picks for the rest. Like we wouldn't actually go into like a big thing about them, but we'll like have fun. We'll make picks and say who we think's gonna win.
0: With your interviews that you guys that you did, would you kind of like bank them all up, or was was it live over Skype like we're doing now? How did you get those interviews?
1: I am a really big proponent of doing live face to face interviews, and this whole thing has really screwed that up. Like I have no, I have no problem doing anything over Skype. But sometimes like yeah. I think if you can do face to face, do face to face. But obviously, like a couple years back before everybody knew who he was, I did a episode with Marco Stunt. He was uh, looking at my notes right now. He was episode 88. And I he well, he lives in Mississippi. He lives out just right outside of uh, Memphis, Tennessee. I, we, we can't do face to face. We don't see each other quite that often. And. At that point, he had never been to Cleveland, but I knew who he was. We had a little bit of a relationship, so like we did Skype. So like I will do Skype, but live face to face. They're so, they're so fun. But what what I would do is a lot of t- if I find a show that I'm going to be at, or I find ways like I can meet up with somebody. Like we'll do the face to face thing.
0: Yeah, and what I what I mean by that with the what I said the bank is you'll do the live face to face, and will you kind of save that interview for a future? like show for you to put out or you basically put it out immediately when you get home, that type of thing. I'm I'm
1: I love doing uh like a nice schedule. So it wouldn't necessarily be right when I come home like, okay, like I know like this episode this week, there's nothing coming out. So like that's what the interview would be for. But I would always plan it when I'd have an open date and then I would try to find out when within the week or two or even a couple weeks before that could I record it and then have it ready f- to be put on that day. Like there were times where I was recording a couple weeks in advance, but there's other times where mm-hmm. I'm recording on a Saturday doing the interview and then it's coming out on Thursday.
0: Yeah, that's what I was getting at too is just kind of – it's because just, this is just me personally. Whenever I feel like I record something, it's hard for me to sit on it, and I usually sometimes put it out earlier than it should, but that's just me. Um, also another question for you. When you're recording and when you're thinking about your shows and things like that, and even when you first started, did you have any uh, inspirations or shows you listen to and like that you're like, I kind of like that, I'm going to steal that, or I like their format or anything like that when you were first starting out? Or even now to today too. Don't need to cut it off to when you're first starting, but even through today.
1: I think one big inspiration for me and how I do certain things is Cole Cabana. I think a lot of people say that. I think 99% of podcasters, wrestling podcasters out there have to drive something from Cole Cabana. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, it was kind of like the intro. I would always listen to his intro and go, how do you memorize that? And then over time, (laughs) I've kind of memorized my intro. Like, I'll have notes in front of me just in case, and then I'll have certain lines that are for that week only, but hey, like, I've kind of got it memorize it it just it's like that repetition mm-hmm. thing and I've looked at a lot of other podcasters too that, that are just really dedicated or or ones that are trying to sound better uh, and I think I've, I've surrounded myself with like a handful of podcasts that do that I like people that I, I have some sort of a relationship with one way or another and I, I I like trying to get better I'm always looking for something because I think not everybody's going to give that to you and I've heard other people say that, mm-hmm. like on on this show with you, about hey, like what what can I do to get better? Oh no, you're great. You're going to get that from people, but there are going to be other content creators or just other people that they're going to, they're going to hear things that you're not. And then if even if it's like something small, like I know okay. somebody told me, like was talking to me about um, my silences and I and how how to work with them because I would take out all the silences and pretty much everything that I recorded, like not leave even a beat. And someone was like, I don't know that that just comes off a little, just it's a little too quick. So I was like, that's kind of a, thank you for telling me that. Like, let me, let me work on that. And I've worked on that even in other aspects, like even going, going, this is crazy. This is going outside of podcasting. I watched the Mr. Rogers documentary, uh, won't you be my neighbor? And what baffled me was he's talked about how he loves silence. Or they they talked about how he loved silence, and if he was interviewing somebody, sometimes he would give them a couple extra seconds, and you know they would talk more because he just really learned to love that kind of that kind of peace. And I was like, dude, if I hear like silence in my podcast, like I go crazy. But then <laughs> I've learned like, okay, let me back up off of it a little bit, and I think that that has added a little bit more of a natural flow.
0: Another thing too, and this is a little bit easier when you're with someone in person, but I'm sure you've done interviews when you start the interview, you're like, okay, this guy or this girl is going to be a bad interview because one, they're given one word answers or they're like aloof or they're nervous or whatever. <clears throat> Were you able to, as you've gone along, like steer the interview and take maybe a good a bad interview turn it into a good one? Was that stuff you've also developed along the way?
1: I, I don't think I've had too many bad interviews. I've had some like maybe they were they were just off days and I don't yeah. think I, I was as well prepared. Like I know there's a couple that I'm not throwing throwing them out, but I know like I'm not really proud of them, but what I've tried to do with a lot of my interviews interviews is that I don't want to talk about something that everybody else is talking about. Like let's let's dive into like your interests and I think when you do that people people are going to just talk more they're going to have a lot more to say especially to like with a lot of the wrestlers i've talked to that they're getting tired of being asked when did you start wrestling how was training and all this kind of stuff i actually had a private conversation with a wrestler and she was like those interview those interviews are like job interviews and they get boring after a while and mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's not how i like to do interviews i like to like let's talk like i listen to other interviews sometimes that wrestlers do and maybe they talk about like their interest or I go to their social media and they there's certain things that they might talk about I'm like ooh let's let's get into that like this particular wrestler she liked she liked horror movies so like we got into a conversation about horror movies and like a particular franchise that we both love saw and she hadn't really got to do that and I think that's something that mm-hmm. some interviewers miss and they, they they need to learn to capitalize on it
0: I mean, it's what's funny too is we're talking now, and this is an interview, quote unquote. But one thing you just mentioned about that silence thing is I'm just like you, where I don't like silence, and my co-host sometimes has like a second, and it drives me nuts. But at the same point, that's a good point you made up. When you give that extra second to people, they will sometimes end up talking a little more and bringing out something that they wouldn't normally had done. So I may steal that from going forward. So it's. (laughs) I'm already learning something from this so that's a that's a positive uh, at least so far in this 30 minute conversation um as we kind of wind down here and talk about and kind of wind down the interview and our segment here what would you say are some of your goals for your show is it to gain more audience to get better yourself and again this is all assuming we're going to start having shows again in the future um, so we'll, 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 the before time, we'll call this, so what were your goals then in the before time before the world shut down?
1: I think my, my biggest thing was to help get the podcast name out there a little bit more. like, we don't have a, a huge following and it's mainly because it's, it's so niche. Like you have to like podcasts, you have to like wrestling, you have to like independent wrestling and you have to like independent wrestling coming from Cleveland or maybe have some sort of influence because there's. Other things outside of Cleveland that we've have covered or promotions like there's actually a promotion in in Nashville, Tennessee that I'm a I'm a huge fan of, and they had me sponsor shows for about a year, so our name was out there that way. And I've I've had like some of those wrestlers on, so I, I'm always trying to like get the name out. But I you know obviously with with everything going on, it's kind of like really change what this year is going to going to be all about, which. I mean, it it, it does suck, but uh, it's it's forced me to be more creative. Like I've added two different show formats that I didn't have previously, because before it was just we were going to preview a show coming up, we're going to review a show we just went to, and then I was going to have interviews. The two formats that I've added where I find fans of AIW and we talk about like some of their favorite things that they've, they've experienced and like maybe talk about their origin story of becoming a fan and everybody has like their own story and like you'll find people who came in at, at weird at different times than you and like oh man i th- I kind of forgot you just showed up like two years ago but you know we're we're still really cool friends and then the other one that i just started recently is i go back and i review or we review because thing i haven't really mentioned about the show is like it's kind of like a revolving round table it's me and two other people and i have like a mm-hmm. list of like the two who the two other people could be and i would just figure out who can who can fill in what show so the new one is like we go back and review old episodes that weren't reviewed like back in the Ohio Indie Report days or can't say it, no, in the Wrestling Cheers days because we, we've done all those, but it's just having some fun. And then like everything we were reviewing is on independent wrestling TV. For those who don't know, that's a streaming platform that streams a lot of independent wrestling and like has a has so many companies and a lot of the the libraries go back many, many years. So here's like we can go back and rewatch wrestling or for some some shows that like i missed i can go back and watch them so we're we're reliving that and that added me had me to do a different format
0: with your show and you just talked about some kind of your goals is to get better and just to, to expand a little bit more and more and you said your niche a little bit but i kind of think that's okay because if you're too broad sometimes like even our show i feel like sometimes we're too broad um, You, you kind of get lost in the shuffle of a million podcasts because if someone sees wrestling review podcast, they're like, oh, that's just like any other show out there. But yours is different. And I think it's good for you to embrace that and to own, be the expert in your field of the area of the Ohio area independent wrestling scene. What about uh, advice for people would you say that want to start a show? I know you, one thing you said to me in our like pre-interview was just to do it. I want you to expand that a little bit. Like, what would you? If someone wants to start a podcast, what would you say to do? What's a couple things you want them to for sure do this before you get started?
1: Well, that's the the first year thing is just do it. Like that's that's the message, and it's it's you're not going to make a lot of money out of it most likely. Like don't like don't don't go in for money. Understand like you're going to have to spend a lot of money. Understand that you're going to have to really dedicate yourself if like this is something you want to do because there's a lot of podcasts that fizzle out after just a matter of you know weeks like some are done after episode seven yeah so you're gonna have to be dedicated to it this isn't just (coughs) this isn't just oh i'm gonna talk into a microphone like there's even it's been talked about with other people you've talked to of yeah, like you're going to have to learn to either talk alone or, or find ways to have this conversation keep going and going. There, there's going to be a lot there, but you can do it. It's not super difficult. If you actually dedicate yourself to it, you can do it. You don't need to start off like with high end equipment. You can start off really low. You don't have to do a something that like everybody else is doing. Like you don't have to talk about or just say like you don't have to do something that's that's really special. Like no one else is talking about it. Like especially just to cut your teeth. Talk about WWE. Talk about AEW. Talk about whatever. But understand that's going to go away after a while. Like watch uh, well, it say go away. It should go away. It, it's you want to stand out, but you also want to cut your teeth. Cut your okay. teeth on whatever, whatever it is. Like I, like I said, I originally started talking about WWE stuff, and now. I don't really watch WWE, I don't watch AEW. I just kind of stick into a certain realm and I, and I and I love I really really love that.
0: But mm-hmm. and it comes across too. Like we even talking with you now and just the history you have with it and it will come across to to listeners too for sure.
1: So if if you dedicate yourself to it and then you find like that right right thing to do later on, like you'll and you'll know what it is too. Like there's a lot of podcasts out there like maybe what they're known for isn't like the first thing they started, and like, like I said, talking about WWE isn't isn't super horrible. But understand, like, you're not you're not cashing a paycheck in two weeks because of it. But when yeah. you when you find it, and if you just do it, like you you will feel a lot better. Like, and if this is especially what you want to do, like for me, one of the reasons why I got into anything it was just a creative outlet. When I was in high school, I was in drama club, and I love I love doing that. But I never got a chance to, like, get outside and, like, do, like, community theater or anything like that. And then when this fell into my lap, I, like, especially with the AllWrestling.com Weekend Review, when we did, like, a lot of character stuff. And if you could find those episodes, like, there's just so much other kind of, like, acting into it. And with this, like, it provided a service. And, like, for some reason, it just filled that hole. So if, if it, you find the purpose or you like talking into a microphone, you like learning about technology, there's so many, like, fun things things about this and i i really admire like looking at a lot of people and like where they're coming from and and their background story and i try to support like a lot of diy podcasts too so
0: yeah especially like a lot yeah go ahead me too like i'm not not, don't mean to cut you out me too like and like i talk about this all the time like there's so many big quote-unquote podcasts out there there's the conrad thompson empire there's Talk is Jericho and, you know, there's Stone Cold's podcast and and everybody else. But, like, a lot of these, like, DIY podcasts are super awesome, too. Yeah. Like, and they're super professional as well. Like. But go ahead. I cut you off a little bit there. No, no, that's fine. Like, I I, I could even, like, get into that aspect of,
1: like, where I, like, came from and. Like I used to love a lot of the like Stone Cold podcasts and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I think if you really listen to a lot of them, they start to just blend together and it's just really repetitive. And they kind of some of them making background noise. And I was like, I don't want to yeah, I don't want to do they this. Have, they
0: have their their beats. Like they yeah. like, okay, you're like, okay, commercial's coming. Okay, like his is coming. Like they have their beats because it's it's a it's a show to make money for them. Oh yeah. The, the bottom line. So and it's understandable, but it's it's what it is. There's beats to to chill. And like where where I'm
1: at now or just like when i got to a certain point i was like you know what let let me cut off all those podcasts that i was listening to and let me just try to focus on a lot of the diy stuff and like right now Mm -hmm. there's only one podcast that i consider i should say i'll I'll consider like three podcasts that i listen to like this bigger name podcast one of them is colt cabana Mm -hmm. and he's he just does it whenever so like that's not as much the other one is marty and sarah and like they're like i feel like they're a borderline they're bigger, but they're not
0: like, like, yeah, like they're like a secret. Everybody knows about, I feel like yeah, type of thing.
1: Yeah. And the other one, which I think could be controversial to some people, I'm not going to get into it, but major wrestling figure podcast, but that's it. After that, like I try to like support as many independent dudes. Cause it's like, you're doing it. I'm doing it. And I've, what's cool too, is I've had friends, like I know I had one friend he had posted about a podcast that he was doing and he was like three episodes in. I was like, dude, I did not know you had a podcast. This is awesome. And so like, I started like listening to him and I pulled him under my wing. I'm like, all right, like, like, you know, you can try this. And I like, I gave him editing techniques and like, I've really, I watched him grow and I, I love that. So like, I'm in this mode lately of like just promoting the DIY. Like if you are DIY help other DIY one way or another, listen to them. Even, even if you don't listen, retweeted me, if you don't listen, download it. Because like that's just like you're just a number, which that sounds like a bad thing. But like you're at least helping them out. And that's all that's important. And like what does a download take a second?
0: Yeah. Or a stream, you know, or whatever through through your phone. And what's funny, too, with this, the just going back to the original thing with the original big point is just do it. And I'd say two of the biggest podcasters in the world outside of wrestling is Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith. Like probably the two biggest. Yeah. And um, both of them consistently kevin smith was the first one to say all the time he would always be like he like start a podcast like every show he tells everyone just do it just do it he's like what do you want to talk about ninja turtles and nothing else that's fine do it Ninja turtle podcast and like joe rogan now says it too all the time with his guests like i tell everyone i know start a podcast just start one and like you're not going to be a billionaire like or multimillionaire like they are doing it but i did find that inspirational still like back when kevin smith was would joke about it and saying hey he's like at the very least you're going to have an audio diary of, of a time in your life, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what you're talking about. And I've had that now for over a hundred episodes and we're coming up on the official 100, but that's going to be a couple weeks away. But yet that was one of the reasons I thought of too, when I first started it was like, okay, at the very least, like I have an audio record of what I was talking about in January of 2018 or whatever it was. So that's another reason I tell people just to do it too is at least you have this even if you say it didn't for a few weeks, at least you did something to start with it. You never know. It might take off. You never know.
1: I'm actually trying to remember where I first came across your show. Like I I did throw Probably Twitter?
0: A, I'm on i l I'm on a lot of threads, Twitter threads, and we're pretty active. We get tagged a lot. That's my guess. I mean <laughs> Or a recommendation from somebody.
1: The the cool thing is, is like with with Apple Podcasts, like it'll show you a plate history. And I I pulled up your feed. The first episode I listened to was 27 back in September huh. of 2017. So Man, I'm thinking a rough it's,
0: first, like 25 episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm thinking it's one of two things. Either it was a Facebook group where there was a lot of like podcasters promoting themselves. Like you might have been in that
0: or no, that wasn't me. I'm not a Facebook guy. Okay. Then, then you know me. what it is?
1: And this is crazy. It could have been Twitter, but I don't think it is. I think or I might Maybe. I might have seen your shirts on what a maneuver.
0: There you go. Quality, quality shirts, by the way, at what a maneuver.net everybody.
1: Oh yeah. Um, that's where, where we are too. So I, th- I think yeah. I saw like the title and I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. Cause I think at that point when a lot of people were talking WWE, like it was even worse than it is now or just people mm-hmm. like, I don't think they were being like too positive and it's just like, Oh, this is horrible. And this sucks. And this sucks. And, this sucks. and I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, positively pro wrestling.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm gonna check these guys out. This this sounds good. Yeah, it's it's funny, and like I've I've discovered podcasts on t- through Twitter too. Like that, uh, you and I started talking through Twitter. Um, the doing the favor guys and I started talking through Twitter. It's just like it's like a and our vantage point podcast and I guys and I like that was a recommendation. I think brings Nate was like, OVP podcast is awesome. I'm like, well, I trust Nate, so I listen to him, and I'm a fan of theirs every week, and it's. Good to explore, basically, is what you and I are saying to everyone listening to this. One, if you're starting a show. Two, if you're starting trying to find new shows. Give people a listen. And one of the most important things for me, and I'm sure it is for you from stuff I've heard from you, I kind of went back and listened to some of your Wrestling With Cheers ones. Or, I'm sorry, the cheer Wrestling Cheers. <laughs> um, wrestling With Cheers, we'll call it that. Um, the audio quality is important. So as long as it sounds good, I think you're ahead of the game as far as creating a show
1: yeah that's audio quality i've and um well the guy from our vantage point i think he talked about it and i will say this too when you did the intro to that and you were like oh he has the best quality and i'm like dude i've heard so many podcasts i've heard radio and then as soon as i heard <laughs> his voice i was like oh okay you were right on that one good call mm-hmm. but he said you know yeah. that you know you know, if you have good quality like that won't necessarily make your show great, but bad quality could re- really, really hurt no matter what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. I will say this. I think everybody's allowed screw ups. I've you know, I had one friend who, you know, that he put out a podcast where the volume was screwed up, but he had put out, you know, so many other episodes that were great. But he had got a new laptop and the, uh, some of the settings in his, his program changed and he forgot to change it back. So I was like, dude, like you've had so many weeks of of like so great stuff. You had months of great stuff. You're not going to be killed over like one or two episodes that you couldn't try to figure out what this was, but you figured it out. And like, that's the main thing. People will forget about it. People will remember what is consistent.
0: For sure. And it's important, like you said, consistent to keep kicking shows out. And I've had screw ups too where audio was messed up. And sometimes these interviews I've been doing, I'm able for the most part to level out the level sometimes, but when Dan from Ringside Podcast and I were on, it got swapped where I sounded like the phone call and he sounded like the interviewer, which sucked, but it's fine. Like it still was, it still sounded okay. It was just a little goofy. And to me, I was like freaking out about it. And like, I talked to someone like, no, it was fine. Like we didn't barely noticed it after the first minute. Like you were, you're a little crazy about that. So I'm a little bit of a stickler for audio, but that's okay. It's important to sound good.
1: I mean, I think it was noticeable, but it's not that like you're thinking about it the whole time. Like I think you point. Yeah. you oh. the, the main thing is you pointed it out, so it's like okay, I can hear it. But after that, you're you're listening to a great conversation, and it wasn't like
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you both had mm-hmm. this like phone call qual- quality background that you would hear in a lot of the blog the talk two radio two and a
0: string or something. Yeah. Like so yeah.
1: like it, it it was still like higher quality like was it this like a plus that you normally put
0: out no it was
1: it is about a b which you know that's still good <laughs>
0: that's hey, we'll, we'll take we'll take we'll take a <laughs> beat passing for sure uh well, what we wrap up here you go ahead and give any plugs you want to talk about any other shows any favorite like independent wrestlers you want to give a special shout out to and of course uh plug your show and where everybody can find it as well
1: Uh let me see some of my favorite independent wrestlers i'll mention I'm going to go through like my list of interviews and I'm just going to like mention some that I think people should check out like people you've heard okay. of. I-, I mentioned Marco Stunt. Love a- Well
0: before them before we before we get through that where can they find these shows and Good what, point. all that you got to give them that information first and then they can hunt. So give them the tools to hunt first.
1: Where where it's very simple. We are wrestling cheers. You know, two words as normal. We are available on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Tune in YouTube, Spotify. If you've
0: got a podcast app, it's there.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. I have I've, I know there's a couple that I've heard about, like these certain podcast apps that we're not on because you do have to submit them, but I'm like, we're on Apple Podcasts. That's a big one. Google Podcasts, that's Figure a big one. Figure it out, one. right, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> SoundCloud, all that, or Podbean, all that stuff. Figure it out, everybody. So Wrestling Cheers, and it's the logo is just what you would expect, guys, if you haven't seen it before. So <laughs> easy enough to find the Cheers logo with wrestling in front of it. So that's where they can find you. Now, if they want to go back and listen to some of these interviews, which ones would you want to point out to them?
1: Uh, I have two interviews with Gregory Iron, like I did previously mention. They're episodes eight and 86. One that I'm not too proud of, episode 10, is Ethan Page. And it it actually has a run-in, an unscripted run-in by a man you now know as, and he was known as back then, but MJF. And that is when I first met MJF on the microphone, Mm -hmm. on my own podcast. Other names that I I would uh, highly suggest you to check out, like whether you, especially you should check out these guys or you've heard of them, uh, PB Smooth, he is an uh, up-and-coming African-American wrestler. That's episode 75. I mentioned Marco Stunt, episode 88. There's also another up-and-coming African-American wrestler, O'Shea Edwards. He's a really great dude. I like we kind of became best friends that day. If you're you're on Twitter and you've heard this particular name over the past year named Dan Hausen, I had Dan Hausen on on episode 134. I've been uh, kind of a friend of his, you know, ever since he debuted in A.I.W., which was within like a year before he blew up. And now, like, everybody's, like, crazy about Dan Housel, which I I love. Like, the dude deserves it. When wrestling comes back, I hope he wrestles for Ring of Honor. Like, it sounds like he's going to. There's also episode 147 with Colin Delaney. Episode 156 with one of my favorite female wrestlers ever, Veda Scott. And uh, more recently, uh, it's an older... Independent wrestler who recently came back, but he actually has a YouTube channel and he's really fun to check out. His name is Eric Stevens. He has a YouTube channel called Family Food Dude and he tries food with his kids. And it is, it is so awesome. Like you can find them on YouTube,
0: Twitter. That's fun. And
1: Instagram. And it's, it's so fun to watch, especially like his kids are young. Like his daughter's about to turn two and I think his son is four so like mm. like getting their 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 reactions on stuff is so great like that's going through like some of the, the bigger names that i could i can see right here on uh some of the interviews i've done other people
0: um what you gave you gave people <laughs> a lot so we're gonna go through that because you don't overwhelm everybody you gave everyone a lot there uh and if they want to follow you on twitter pretty simple there as well wrestling cheers that's the podcast account what about your personal account if you want to give that uh twitter information out as well
1: uh, my personal Twitter is Heavy Set330 and that's on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Awesome, man. Well, again, guys, you can find Wrestling Cheers wherever you get your favorite podcast from, Justin on Twitter As you run both accounts, I'm assuming. You run your personal and the wrestling cheers account, right? Oh yeah. Like
1: that that's one thing with okay. <laughs> one thing with me, even with, with wrestling cheers, like it's pretty much all me. Like I'm, I'm the editor, I buy book, everything I do the, the social media, like I'm a one man gang. So when I've heard like, like maybe if like, for example, like
0: not the one man, gang,
1: (laughs) not the one man gang, no. But like, you know, when you have shows (laughs) like, you know, like fully posable and some other shows where like, there's like two people to handle the workload. I'm like, oh man, I wish I had that. Or I've heard like, Ooh, I was, I was watching a YouTube video and like trying to get some like tips. And somebody would like this person was talking. He's like, Oh, whoever handles your editing, they can worry about that. And I'm like, I,
0: I wish, like, it's me, so give me the tips, not like. Well, I know Jeff will be mad if I, I don't give him credit. Jeff is the one on Fully Opposable and handles all the social media. He does everything. He's Fully posable Twitter. He's Fully Opposable Instagram. That's all him. So I will make sure he gets shouted out <laughs> for that. And I, I have a co-host too, but I do everything. Yeah. I do the, the Twitter. I do the editing, all that stuff too. He's just a fun co-host for me to be on. He's my friend. So we we, we, we do the extra work. You and I, people like you and I, we're producers, directors, content creators, all that stuff. We do all the The work because it's fun and we enjoy it and we're always looking to get better and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on uh, tonight and I'm glad we got this scheduled and all that stuff and hopefully like I said this was a fun interview for people to listen to because this was in your show and your background was something I wasn't as familiar with as I was with some of the other people I've had on for this content creator series so thanks a lot Justin for coming on I really appreciate it. It, it
1: was great. Two things I do want to clear up. Number one, I'm not throwing shots yep. at fully Posable. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a part. Well, not- we're not
0: even gonna talk about <laughs> this. It's, it's, I'm just. Jeff's my friend, so I, I give him crap all the time. I, like him and I text like crap to each other all the time. We know. We know. I'm just. So I'm ahead. just letting <laughs> it be clear. There's,
1: n- there's no. Okay. I've, okay. I recently started listening to them. I'm, I'm throwing them as some actual support. But what, kind of what I was saying is just there is at least two people to help with like different aspect yeah, yeah, workshop, yeah, yeah. workloads. They're DIY. So I, I have a lot of respect towards them, and also it's it is actually cool to come on this podcast because i'd been wanting to be on it for a, a quite a while so like this was a, a perfect perfect opportunity and i feel like i was everywhere during this i had a lot to say and i was jumping around a lot so
0: apologies to that um i don't know that's no, the interview was kept, it was, we kept it in the lane. That's why you have an interviewer and an interviewee <laughs> to to keep it in the lane. And just like a host and a co-host, you need someone to drive. And yeah. today I drove and I'm sure it was hard for you to not drive as the normal head host. So I appreciate you being the passenger seat here for this interview because I, I know when I'm on other shows and I'm not driving, it's, it's really hard not to jump in. So I appreciate that on, on from you.
1: I was at least trying to give you or like not the like a short answer, like I was giving you answers. So that's why like I felt like I was everywhere, like, oh I gotta talk about this and this and this
0: and like ah no, but no, uh good. hopefully hopefully uh you listen like listening to it. Yeah, it was fun, man. Justin for coming on again, guys. Wrestling Cheers, you can find their show on Twitter, and you can find their show on iTunes and wherever you get your favorite favorite podcasts from, they will be there. Thanks for coming on, Justin.
1: Thanks for having me, man.
0: Huge thank you again to Justin for coming on, taking the time out of his day, as many podcasts he talked about to come on to our show. Really appreciate you coming on, Justin. Again, make sure to check them out, Wrestling Cheers, and all the archive shows he mentioned, some of those fun interviews he talked about as well. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Eric and I will be back very soon with our 100th show. Maybe we'll do a watch-along or something fun before then. Uh, until then, keep your eye out on Twitter for our 100th episode contest. And also email us those audio commentaries. Would really appreciate that. ppwpodcast at gmail.com for our 100th episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you soon.